Okay, so we're, uh, we're holding, I think, a few Sherman to Terry Yudbeis. In Tinyana, we really did, just to chazer very quickly, what we've discussed the past few weeks, we discussed that basically Reb Nachman began the Torah with, with was the Indian of Tamimus and Shittas, which we really discussed last week, why that's the Hagdama to the Torah, why that's important to the Torah, because first of all, a person needs to believe this Indian that he's going to tell us, that you read this Tachlas Aliyah, a person needs to believe that wherever he is, whatever Matzav he's in, there's, there's the ability to be able to be Megala, the, the covet of the Rabbanah in that Makim, that's first of all, so a person needs to go with a lot of Tumimus and Shittas. Very often, as we said last week, people say, yeah, it's Shaykh, it's very nice, it's very inspirational, it's very good, but it's not Shaykh to me. And it doesn't really have the ability to be talking to me and my Matzev. And a person needs to go with Tumimus and Shittas and believe that if he told us this Hetzah, if he told us this is Shaykh to us, and he told us this is Shaykh to everybody and every Matzev, wherever a person is, so a person needs to taka believe that. And the second thing is, the, the second reason why we said it needs to begin with Tumimus and Shittas is because if a person misuses this Hetzah, a person utilizes this Hetzah in a way where he's not actually growing from it, but on the contrary, where a person saying, okay, if the Rabbanu Shalom is everywhere and everything I do is already connected to the Rabbanu Shalom, so then I can do whatever I want. And a person uses, you know, with the, with the, with this form, you know, in this form, talk about the concept of Bechira and Yediyah, and a person uses the concept of Yediyah not to help him in his Amun and the Rabbanu Shalom, on the contrary, to be able to say, if everything's predestined and predetermined by the Rabbanu Shalom, so then, there's nothing I can do that makes a difference, but the Meishalech, who's, it was last week, explains that the whole clip of Amalek I spoke about this once before, but the whole clip of Amalek is connected to this to this Indian. That Amalek is the Indian of Mamish, you know, Mamish Yediyah, that the Rabbani Shalom is so involved in this world that you don't really have the ability to be able to do anything. And Mamela, you just sit back and do all the Averis you want in the world because everything was already destined by the Rabbani Shalom. And we have no part in creation. We're not, we don't have the ability to be Shutavim Aisabrashis. We don't have the ability to be involved with Chalam Mamela. That's the, that's the clip of you know, Yediya, which d- doesn't allow a person to grow, but on the contrary, schleps a person down. And therefore, a person needs to go to maybe some shitas to say that I'm going to utilize this Eitzah, but not to utilize it as an, as an excuse, Chalila, to get involved in things. And that's why, again, we keep mentioning this Indian, that that's why he's talking about the Rosham, Gedolim, Ma'idma, for Samim, like Shabzai Tzvi, and Ukedayme, were not Amarats and Bechlal, but people who were very, very proficient in Zayr Kadesh, proficient in Kisferi, proficient in using Kabbalah in a way to Push, push their own agenda and a way to push themselves further and to say, yeah, this is the way the Rabbanisham wanted, the Rabbanisham wanted this, and this is obviously the way things are meant to be, as opposed to utilizing the concept of Yerida, Shutzerich Aliyah, which is what we're going to use, as opposed to utilizing it for something which is good. They say, no, fucker, the person has to go to the Mekayim Islam to an office, the person has to go to the places of Isser, the person has to be involved in other religions, because then you'd be able to be involved in the of those religions, which is obviously not Ratzon Hashem, and much worse than not Ratzon Hashem. It's obviously the Kfir, and it's obviously that which led them. Like he said, they made themselves do mistakes, but not just themselves. They caused many, many others to fall because of these terrible mistakes. And therefore, a person needs to begin the Torah with the concept of Tamim Shemshitas to know that we have to utilize it have a moon in it, but at the same time utilize in a way that's healthy, in a way that's helping us grow. That's the first thing. And then the second thing, which really spoke about the past two, three weeks, is that a person needs to believe that everything in this world has covered their Rabbanishim. Everything, every oppor- everything is an opportunity to be Megalak Vayt Either by being involved in something, I could be Megalak Vayt And in other times, by abstaining from something, I could also be Megalak Vayt But the Icar is that I have to recognize that if the world was created, for the covenant of the Rabbanishim. That was the purpose. That's why Hashem created the world. Called the Bishmi, Lechvoidi, Barasav, Afitzarta, Afasisi. The Rabbanishim says, I created the world. Bri, Yitzir, Asiya. All of that was created for the sake of giving covenant to the Rabbanishim. That means that every chilek of the Bria, every part of the Bria has to have some way that it's Megala, the covenant of the Rabbanishim. Right? Well, no, Chazal tells us that David Melech, 
didn't, didn't, you know, didn't, uh, wasn't maimon in this 100% kafi dargasai, and what a spider, why the Rabbanishim created a spider, the Rabbanishim showed him that the spider was able to be there to spin a web over the cave that he was hiding in, to be able to cause, you know, to, which eventually saved David Melech's life, and David Melech was able to see that there's a, there's a purpose in the spider. But again, from the, from the chesar, so to speak, of David Melech, he able to see the mile of David Melech. That means that every other animal and every other chelik of the Bri, he figured it out. So he was able to look at the Bri and say, I understand why there's this bird and this bird and this bird. Why there's a lion? Why there's a dog? Why there's a sheep? Why there's a goat? He's able to figure out all the chelik of He had a kash on the spider. He had, he had small kashas and certain things that he wasn't able to be mavar. Exactly how is it megala, the covet of Hashem? What unique mila is it bringing? What, what, what's it bringing to the table that no other chelik of the Bri does? But a person has to be maimin. That all of, and like we saw in Terry Yitzayin, all of creation and a tzaddik is able to see how every part of creation is able to be Megala the cover of the Rabbanisham in a different way. There's a Muridik as Fasemes. Fasemes says that Vayechi is a Parsha Stuma because he says that a Parsha, a Parsha which is not Stuma, a Parsha that has, you know, uh, which has a, a Memon, a, 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 um, it has, um, what's it called? It has a Hafsik, a Samach and a Pei in the Torah, what's called now. Like the Samach and a Pei in the Torah, the reason is it's, it's Lit in Revach and Parsha Parsha to be Mizbainen. The Sfasama says, what does it mean that it's elite in Revach and Parsha Parsha Mimizbain? It's a Parsha's means that the Rabbanisham was teaching Moshe Rabbeinu, and there was a gap, and Moshe Rabbeinu chazed over everything the Rabbanisham told him, and then he went right to the next Parsha. And over here it's a Parsha Stuma, which is Megala on the Indian, that there's no, there was no Revach and Parsha Parsha to be Mizbainin, because Maram is in the Indian of Golas. So Sfasama says that elite in Revach and Parsha Parsha to be means that you have to figure out every Parsha is being Megala something else, which means all of Bria, if all of Bria comes back to the Torah, that means that there has to be separations, right? We spoke last week about the Indian of Kalayim. The Abnassan says in Lukut Allah has said the reason why you can't have Kalayim is because Kalayim means that you're just mixing together in Shar and Chamar, and you're not seeing what's unique about the Shar and what's unique about the Chamar, and why each of them are unique and each of them are Megala, the cover of the Rabbanishalm in a different way, in various different ways. The Shar, there's one Indian, the Chamar, there's something else, they're not the same. And mixing them together, just smushing all of the Bria together, is a Chasar, not a Milo. If you're able to be Megal, like we said last week, the Achtas Apashit, you know, they're able to be Megal, then a Kud of Achtas, even from Pulis Amashtanas, that's a Milo. But just to merge them together, to, to graft them together, that's a Chasar, not a Milo. And a person has to say, this is this, and this is this. Zaktas Fasam is Litin Revachman Parshat, Parshat, Bim Isbainan means. Every parsha has, you have to figure out every parsha, you be misbunned. How is this Magalak Fechman? How is this Magalak Fechman? Say when a person's learning Torah, which means obviously, like the Zerah Kaddish tells us, that if anybody thinks, Khalilah, that the Torah is a storybook, Zerah Kaddish says very, very starkly, certain things, parsha's Pinchas, Zerah Kaddish says that a person thinks, maybe it's a Matis, that a person thinks, you know, uh, that, that the, the, sto- the Torah is a storybook. It's a terrible Torah. He says a terrible, terrible ancient uh, come to a person that think that, this, that the Torah is here to tell us stories about the Avais. It begins with a nice story, gives us a little background to our history. There was an Avram, a Yitzhak, a Yaakov, a Terach. It's not a storybook, Chalila. Every single part of the Torah is Hira, Torah, and Hira. Every part of the Torah is there to teach us a lesson. So if you're hearing about the Mises of the Malche, Malche Edom, then there's a reason for it. If you're hearing about the fights that take place between the four kings and the five kings, there's a reason for it. Every Chalik of every part of the story is there for a purpose. And the things that are not Nagah are just left out, even if they may be fundamental in terms of the history, in terms of knowing the background, but it's left out because that again doesn't really make a difference. Avram Avinu's life doesn't really make a difference up until Lach Lecha. Where did Avram Avinu live? Well, he's, he's, the, he's our forefather. He's the beginning of Klai, so the beginning of creation. Doesn't really make a difference. We only care about the beginning. That's where we get introduced to Avram Avinu. That's where we need to know what Avram Avinu's life looks like. All of Torah is dear to Magala something else. So first of all, on a practical level, Litin Revach Ben Parsha, the Parsha, to be Mizboinen means to figure out what, how every Parsha is being Magala an independent Nekuda. But the Svasama says that it also means in all of Bria. If it's Stakal by Raisa Bara Alma, means that the world, the blueprint, the Torah is the blueprint to the world. So then all of, all of, the, all of creation have to stop and be Mizboinen. 
what is the lesson that the Rabbanishim is trying to teach me in this thing that I saw today? What is the lesson the Rabbanishim is trying to teach me in this, when I, when I see these animals, when I see these creations, when I see these things, what is the Rabbanishim trying, trying to teach me? And the lack of a lack of a, of a, a parsha, the lack of a separation in the parsha, the fact that it's a parsha stuma means that you're not able to be misbeinim a parsha la parsha. I mean, this Vasama says the only thing Shaykh to do at that point is do a munaklalos. Just say I, I can't figure it out. I can't figure out the pratim of the bria. Right? Like we said in Tariq Yitzayin, a tzaddik is able to be mavchen every part of the bria. You can figure out what every aver of the lion, why why the lion has a long mane, why the lion is that color, why the lion roars as opposed to doing barking. He can figure out every chelik of the lion. That was the example that he gave. Every chelik at the line why it does that but that's a tzaddik we're not holding by that tzaddik because that, that's you have to figure out why the Rabban Shem created that way what's, what, what's the Rabban Shem trying to be a Megala that's Kavayt Shemayim yeah so again it could be it could be in a very in a very very practical I don't think it's what Nachman's talking but it could be in a very practical way also so if I can if I can understand like a Bravig Demilla type of you know type of understanding if I can understand every chelik of an animal and you read the science books which is it, 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 that itself is the flesh of Boyerish and Kamayu you open up you open up a book and you read about the animals and you can read some Jewish books or you know you know you know have the non-Jewish books but you read about you read about the animals and you read about every chelik of why the camels created the way it's created why it has humps and why the eyelids and the eyelashes and why it has long legs you can read about every chelik of it and you'll figure out how Based on based on the exact set of circumstances that it's going to be placed in, based on the environment that it's in, and it's the perfect, perfect, perfect body created in order to be able to survive, in order to be able to thrive in that matzah. So that itself is nafleis abayri. Now I understand why the Rabbanim created it that way. Now, so Deacon were able to do this obviously on a higher level. They could figure out what's the purpose in the camel in the first place. What would we need camels for? Let's just without a camel, we would be fine. They have to figure out what, what's the, what does a camel represent? What does the Indian of a gummel represent? What's the mile of a camel? What is a camel? How is a camel different than a cow? They could be mouthed on things that we don't have the capability to do to figure out every chilek of the beer, what it's doing. What's the purpose of trees? Why do we need trees? Why do we need grass? So again, from a science level, you can figure out, from the place of Bayre, you can figure out the concept of you know, animals and, 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 and the bees and the bees coming and pollinating the flowers. You can figure all of that out and you can see how it's really all necessary. It's not just something that's annoying, but it's also it's something which is necessary like Davon Melech did or on a higher level, a more Ruchniistic Madre, get to figure out every chilek of the Bria, what's it doing? How is it being Megala Kvayt in a unique way that nothing else in the Bria is being Megala? That's like we said, the whole Parak Shira is, is, is that Giloi. The whole Parak Shira is a Giloi that every animal is singing a different Shira because every animal is being Megala, a different prat of Kvayt that no other animal is being Megala. Now yeah, again, you have to learn a Parak Shira properly. You have to go through Parak Shira like I mentioned, go through, you know, and understand why does the sea say this and why does the ocean say this and why does the tree say this and you have to figure it all out. But every chilek of the Bri is being Megala Kvayt Shemayim in a different way. And that's, that's, the, that's the Avoid of Tzadikim and the Avoid of every... Every person, even if we're not holding by litein revach men parsha to parsha to be misbeinet to figure out every part of the bria, so then this Vasama says, then you have to go back to Ramuna Klavos. Then he goes saying, okay, I can't figure it out. All I know is that that hakol bar lechvayde. Everything is created for the covet of Hashem. That meloy chala aritz kvayde. The world is filled with the covet of Hashem. That everything is screaming out. The covet of Hashem, everything. Again, we say some sukkah of Zimmer every day that the mountains and the sky and, the, and everything, a harm, raktuva, everything, every part of creation is calling out the covet of Hashem at every moment. And if we were able to hear it properly, right, the Kedusha Slavi says in our parsha that a person is able to hear the call of Hashem properly, that's, that's you know, the ultimate, the ultimate tzaddik is somebody who's able to hear the call of Hashem from coming from Shemayim, but coming from all of creation, that he's able to see the Rabbanishalom and all of creation. And be able to recognize that everything's everything's calling out the covenant of Hashem. That that's that's the goal. That that. And that yeah, and that, and that wouldn't be Maka the Bayer. And, and if I can figure out, again, the higher levels to figure out how I can be Maka the Bayer in a unique way from a lion that I can't be Maka in a way from the sheep. 
that's you know the higher level. But even if we don't have that madrega, which again it's a high madrega, so to figure it out. But in our own lives, we could do it. Which means I, I don't know if I can go to the zoo and be able to pick out every animal and figure out what, how every animal is unique in Kavod Hashem. But if I can look at my own life and figure out the things that I'm going through the various experiences that I have, the various challenges that I have, how are those opportunities to be Megalach Kvayt Shemayim? Why did the put me in this matzah where I'm suffering with this challenge? Why did the give me this Milo that now suddenly this thing works out? All of those are ways to be Megalach Kvayt Shemayim. And if I can figure it out before I get to the zoo, way long, long before I get to the zoo, right? when I get to the zoo inside of me, I get to all the animals and all the, all the challenges and all the, all the difficulties and all the chaos inside of me, and I try to figure out, wait a second, Everything that I'm going through is an opportunity to be Megalic Fight Shemayim. The Moshe made me get into a card accident, Khalilo. There's a reason for it. There's some way that this card accident is being Megalic Fight Shemayim. Maybe by me not getting upset about it. Maybe by me saying, Rabban Shalom, I realize that Gamzul Taiva. Maybe by me being able to, to make a Kiddush Hashem with the person that I meet. Maybe by being able to get to the to super. The, there's some way that this is, this is an opportunity to be Megalic Fight Shemayim. And as we'll see, the, the real goal is, Pasha, just to ask ourselves the question of, I am a Kain Kavayda. How, how is this an opportunity to be Megalic Fetchman? It has to be. And again, that's, that's what we talked about last week. You have to have the Muna. That's the first Nakuda. You have to have the Muna that everything is an opportunity to be Megalic Fetchman, either by being involved in it or by abstaining from it. But everything is an opportunity to be Megalic Fetchman. As soon as I ask myself the question, I am a Kayim Kavayde at every moment of my life. And like he said, Rakim Yasam, sorry, that everything I, I ask myself, the fundamental question, is this an opportunity? If I do this, is it Megala Kavayin Shemayim or Chalil Fakar? So right away, I'm already living in that world of the Tzaddik where I'm recognizing that all of creation and everything that happens to me, and everything that I, every person that I meet and every opportunity that I have to talk to somebody and every conversation that I overhear, all of that is there to be Megala Kavayin Shemayim. All of that is a Reba Kavayin Shemayim. I just have to figure out what, what, what's the key how do, what, what's, what exactly is this Megala that nothing else was Megala, but all of it is opportunity. And again, I have to go back to ask myself the question of I am a Kaim I believe Malaychal Aritz Kavaydeh. But now I have to just ask, I am a Kaim Kavaydeh. Where is the Makkah of the Kavad right here? It's, it's, it's all over. But right now, in the Matzav that I'm in, I am a Kaim Kavaydeh. What is the Matzav? What, what is the opportunity? Where is the, where is the challenge that I'm being given to be Megala Kavaydeh in this Makkah? And as soon as I do that, so then I'm fulfilling the purpose of creation. Because like we said, Tachlis, the tachlis of the Briyan is to give cover to the Rabban Shalom. And the Rabban Shalom and made that everything in creation is an opportunity to be able to do that. So that's, uh, that, that, that's again, what we spoke about last week. And that's why Mishnah Perkyava said, that the world is created with Asar Mamaris. Could have been created with Maimar Echen, the, the Chazal say. Mishnah Perkyava said, Maimar Echen. But it's Charva Einish. It's that ability to be able to differentiate, to be able to say, no, this is this, and this is this. And this is being a Galak Fechman in a different way. So it's not just one big blur of just. No, there's a separation. I call, I have to figure out the separation between this and this. And between a matzev, when, how I could be Megalic Fechman when I'm a Bachar in Yeshiva, how I could be Megalic Fechman when I'm married, how I could do it when I have children, how I could do it when I'm a grandparent, how I could do it in the various stages of my life, in the various times of the year, how I could do it in Sukkot, how I could do it in Pesach, how I could do it in a matzev of Chaydish Teves when I'm just smack in the middle of the winter, how every day and every, and every opportunity that I have is a different opportunity to be Megalic Fechman. But that's Basar Mamaris Never Island. It's created with Basar Mamaris. It's not one just the bunch of Kaviyachal snapped his fingers and everything came into being. There were separations. That's one opportunity to be Megala Kvaychimayim, is the place of R. Hayy Megala Kvaychimayim, the place of R. The Banisham said, That's another opportunity. Every one of these are a separation. The Banisham made 10 separate compartments, 10 separate halakim, 10 separate you know, paths to be Megala Kvaychimayim, and everything will fall under these 10, these Asar Mamaris, these, uh, these places which I could be Megala Kvaychimayim. So again, that's just. What was supposed to be a, a moment or two to just uh, recap everything that we saw the past few weeks.
That's a kitzur what we saw up until now. And again, it, it's, it, was, it was important to Chazah because we have to, in order to get to the next shlav, to the next stage, we have to first get to the first stage, which is called Baruch Chvaydei, in terms of the mundane things, in terms of what Baltania calls Klipas Naiga, in terms of the great area, to believe that those are opportunities to be Megalak Chvaychemayim, that the Rabbanisham is not only limited to that which is uh, you know, visibly Chvaychemayim, like Tayra and Fila, but even those things that are not visibly, even Klipas Naiga, even the Elam Agashmi, even the Elam Azeh, is also an opportunity to be Megala. Now, what we said last week is that he's going to take it one step further and tell us that not only in Klipas Naiga, not only in the great area are there opportunities to be Megala but even in Gimel Klipas Atmeis, even in those things that are inherently usher, things that are inherently bad, things that are inherently evil, there's also an opportunity to be Megala And it has to be that way. Because if we believe everything we set up until now, that we believe that that so then it has to be that even in those things, there's going to be an opportunity to be Megalak Now, as we said, there's one, the easiest way to be Megalak in those things is by abstaining from it. That a person has a taiva, a person has a taiva to be, to be involved in, in, in something that's usher. So as soon as a person holds back, as soon as a person doesn't do that, so automatically, right then at that moment, they're Megalak Because there's a Nitzitzvelikos, which is keeping that item alive. That item is there in order to seduce a person, to try to get him to do an Avera. But really, really, the real Ratsan of that item, of that, of that Taiva, is really, it's real Ratsan, is Ratsan Hashem. Because nothing's really independent from Ratsan Hashem. Even if it's many, many, looks very, very distant and far from, from the Rabbanish Lalam. So, Bemela, all you need to do is just abstain from it. And by abstaining from it, Megalak Right? We mentioned many times that the Baltani brings down the. the the famous mashal from the Zerakadish, where the Zerakadish talks about a zayna. A zayna. The Zerakadish says that there was, a, there was a melech who had one child, and the melech wanted to ensure that that child would be a proper fitting, you know, uh, one to take over, the prince to take over the kingdom. He wanted to make sure that he would be somebody who was faithful, somebody who was worthy, somebody who would be able to take over the kingdom and run it properly. So what the king did was, the king hired a zayna, and he put the zayna with the precious drachim, and he told the zayna, my son's gonna walk by, the prince is gonna walk by, try to, try to seduce him, try to get him to fall into temptation, and that way I'll be able to know, is he the kind of person who's going to be able to stand up to his morals? Is he going to be the person who could stand up to a temptation to a test? Can he become a Yosef a Tzadik? Can he become a Melech? Or is he the kind of person that's, you know, uh, you know if, something, if something tempts him, if something's, you know, exciting, if something's, uh, you know, going to attract his attention, he's going to fall right away. So Zerukadr says, the Zayn is standing by the Parshish Drachim, and the Zayn is standing there, and she's trying, to, she's trying to get the child, to she's trying to get the prince to be able to come back home with her. The Zayn has to do everything externally to try to get the prince to mess up. Because that's, that's what the king commanded her to do. The king said, "You have to be able to get the, you have to be able to try with all the tricks in your in your toolbox to get the prince to mess up." That's her job. But at the same time, the only thing the Zion is thinking about in the back of her head is, "Don't do it, don't mess up." Because if you mess up, you're not you're not just losing tonight. It's not just about today and right here and right now. You're losing everything at this moment. If you mess up, everything everything's going down the drain. So on the one hand, bechitzonius, what the Zion is doing is trying to seduce the prince. At the same time, the Pnimius, the Zayna's Ratzan is only the Ratzan of the Melech. The, Z- the Zayna's Ratzan is that the king, that the prince doesn't mess up. He's able to withstand the temptation and he says, I chop what you're doing, I chop what you're trying to do and therefore I'm not interested. And he walks away and that way, the, that way the prince gets everything. So the Zerukah says that the Yetzirah and all of Taivas, all of evil is the same thing. All of evil is, it's a masquerade. All of evil is parading itself as being something which is, which is nifrad, which is separate from the Rabban Hashem, which is a yesh, which is separate from Hashem, all in order to create an illusion that we should run after that. But really, really, what it really wants, the Yetzirah, the Baltaniya is a Lashna, the Yetzirah is a bigger Oyver Hashem than the Russia. Because the, the, the Yetzirah is doing exactly what the Rabban Hashem wants, wants him to do. He doesn't deviate a kihuzeh from the Rabban Hashem's 
mission to him, which is to try to get Kal Yisrael to, to have Nisqalinists, to have challenges in order to overcome those temptations. So the, what, the, what the Zayn is doing, what all of evil is doing, what the Yetzirah is doing, what all of Tavish are doing is they're masquerading as something which is Nifrat from Hashem, which is a Yesh, all in order to get us to try to have the temptation. But what it really wants is Fatah to just say, we're not interested. As soon as we say we're not interested, then what happens to the Zayn is, the Zayn is forced to say, okay, you're right. <laughs> the, 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 the game's up. As soon as, if the prince tells the Zayn, I what you're trying to do. I thought that you were sent by my father, and I know what you're trying to do, and I'm not interested. Zainab takes her mask off, and she says, okay, you're right, you're 100% right. Let's, you know, we can walk back to the palace together. The, the game's over, the gig's up, and, you know, she's able to reveal herself as being working for the king, as not somebody, not somebody who's a real Zainab. As soon as a Yid's able to tell evil, and able to tell the Taiva that I, don't, I, know, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me to fall into evil because... You want me to be able to have the Nisayim, but really, really, the real Ratzin is that you want me to get close to Hashem. So right away when a person does that, then all the Hester falls apart, all the Klippas fall apart, everything that's evil falls apart, and right away, at that moment, you Megala, the Nitzitz of Elakus over there, and Mimele, there's nothing else left. Mimele, able to be Megala, that it's really tough. You have to do it, you have to do it. The same way you Megala, you Marbek, it's a one time, again, the same way about Sarma Mars Nivra Oilam to be Marbek Vaychmaim in Asay Toiv in Sarmara also. There's many, many, many opportunities throughout the day to be Marbek Vaychmaim by saying no. Vaychmaim gives us, Baruch Hashem and Awadar, the Vaychmaim gave us a tremendous, tremendous, Vaychmaim has a lot of, a lot of Amunah in us, and a lot of Amunah that we're going to make the right choices. The Vaychmaim gave us more opportunities than previous generations because Vaychmaim knows that ultimately we're going to be able to be the ones that are going to be able to Mavar, that Toiv from Ra, be able to say we're not interested. And then it comes in a different way, in a different form. It doesn't come, right, once you say no, it doesn't come back the same way again. Right? The Yetzirah doesn't rear its ugly, ugly head. It doesn't, doesn't, no magician does the same trick twice. Right? No, good, no good magician does the same trick twice. So the Yetzirah doesn't do the same trick twice. He comes at you with another cha, another knage, a little bit different this time, a little bit, a little bit either a higher level or from a different angle or a different Avera or a different Taivar. He always hits you in a different way. And then now it's another opportunity to be Magalak mind. How? By saying no, by saying I'm not interested. Thank you very much. I'm not interested. Have a nice day. Right then, when a person does that, he's Magalak mind. At that moment, all he's doing is. Not all he's doing. The greatest thing he's doing is being Megala Kavay Shemayim. And the Baltania, the Baltania writes that when a person is Makayim or, or is not even a say, that's what he's doing is even higher than an Asay. In general, in general, the, the Mahalach in, in, in the Baltania and Ulzma Marm and Torah are and the Chutu Torah is that everything is the Hepach of the way you think. So Baltania explains, for example, that a Doimim is really higher than a Tzemech and a Tzemech is higher than a Chai and a Chai is higher than a Badaber. Everything, everything, Mamashi flips everything on his head. Any, uh, come on, any Mamashi you learn, we'll just take everything and just flip it that what looks lower is really higher, what's higher is really lower. Right, so for example, while Tanya writes, he wrote this in last week's Parsha, beautiful Taich, he writes that the, the Mishkan was created with a Tzemech, with, with I'm getting off topic, but the, it's such a Gishmaka piece. I can, uh, the, the Mishkan was created with, with wood, with Atsushitim, and on top of the Atsushitim was a Chai, or animals, right? Iris, right? They had Iris, the, the, the skins were made out of animals. Right, so you had wood, and on top of that you had the chai, right? You had a tzemech and then chai. And then the medaber was claw you saw that came inside. That's 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 the level of medaber. The, the, that, the mishkan is a temporary is a temporary place to be able to for the branchim to dwell. The base of mikdash is a permanent place. The base of mikdash is not built with any wood in it. The base of mikdash is alacha and the ram the ram the paskins before shan alacha. They're not allowed to have any any pieces of wood sticking out of the base of mikdash. It has to be made only with avanim. It's only made with stone. Stone is a daimim. So it's a lower level than the mishkan. It's like the baltani. It's not a lower level. Really, it's a higher level. And he's masber over there. Why? It's a higher level. Lopitol and his masber exactly why that why, why it's like that. But the baltani has a general again a general mahalach that everything's mamish the hepech from the way. A 
person would think. In the middle of the Baltani says, we would think that being Mekayim a mitzvah sasei is much higher than, being, than, than holding oneself from a lay sasei. Zakta Baltani, it's not really true. Zakta Baltani, when a person is able to hold himself back from being over on a lay sasei, the or that he's being Megala over there is even greater than being Mekayim a mitzvah sasei. And again, he has a whole husband. Why? It's not for now. In but it's but it's just when a person holds himself back from being from being over and a to say the or that they're being megala is better much higher. It's not limited to a specific asiyah, and therefore it's not limited to a specific action, and therefore in a way the or that comes down is much greater. So in what a person does is when a person holds himself back from something that's usher, what a person is doing is says I'm being megala the kvayt shemayim by saying no by abstaining like like Nachman said at the beginning of the Torah im yesh bezek kvayt shemayim yisbarich yase the im lav lav. That v'im lav lav, that's a gilin kvayt shemayim and dvar masurim. Those things that are usher, those things that are evil, those things that are tamay. When I walk by something that's tamay, like Chazal said, the person shouldn't say I'm disgusted by it. The person would say it smells good, but afal bikein. The bunchim told me not to do it. At that moment, when I say it's not, be, it's not going to be megala kvayt shemayim, it's not going to be marbek kvayt shemayim. At that moment, I say v'im lav lav. I'm not doing it because not marbek kvayt shemayim. At that moment, I was just megala kvayt shemayim through something that's usher. That's one madrega, and that's. The lachatchilu way to be marbek kveit shemayim, but those things that are asr, right? The Baltani, I think we mentioned this last week also. Baltani says that asr comes from lashon of asr, which means that it's locked up. Something that's asr doesn't just mean forbidden, but like the lashon of matir asurim. Asr means also something that's tied up, and it's tied up, which means that the nitzitz elakus that's inside of there is bound and tied up in a way that you don't have the ability to, to take it out. That that nitzitz elakus remains there, you don't have the ability to take it out. The only way it could be megala is by saying vim lav lav. Don't think that you can go down. Into that makim and be megala the kveid alakos over there. The same way you do it in something that's mutter. Mutter means that it's it's matir. Mutter means that it's untied. It means that the nitzitzel alakos that's inside of there, the godliness that's there, is waiting for you to be able to elevate it, to be able to extract it, to be able to pick it up to its madrega. When it comes to something that's usher, the way to do it is saying that love, love. I don't want to be involved in this. This is not for me. I want to stay away from this. And that way, a person is marbek kveid But again, it's just going along with the anacha that we said last week. That everything, so then even the things that are asr are also going to have a need to sell a kus over there. Otherwise, they would cease to exist. It wouldn't be possible for them to exist. And the only thing is, the way your Megala Kvayt Shemayim is very different than things that are mutter. Things that are mutter, things that are klipas naiga, things that are great areas. The way Marbek Kvayt Shemayim is by being involved in them, by utilizing them in a way of taif, by being able to be Megala, the, the Kedusha that's there, the Megala that this was created, this is an opportunity to be Megala Kvayt Shemayim in a way that nothing else is. But when it comes to something that's us, or the way Megala Kvayt Shemayim is Vem Lav Lav. I stay away from it, I abstain from it. And Dafka, by doing that, I'm able to be Megalak Fechimayim. But let's see, there's going to be another opportunity where if a person was, didn't do it in Lachatchil way, which means a person had a Nafila, a person had a Yurida, a person ended up in Makaim Samatanafis, a person ended up in something that he should have not been involved in. He went into the place that's Asr, he went into the place of, of things that are forbidden. Afal Pekin is still going to be an opportunity for him to be Megalak Fechimayim, but not just to be Megalak Fechimayim, to be Megalak Fechimayim that you can't be Megal in a regular way. To be Megal even deeper and loftier type of Fechimayim. Then regular. And again, this is why we need a chazar over. That it's tmimus hamshitas. Because the person can learn this Torah and say, okay, so now if I can go down to the places of and I can be Megala, a higher level of kvayt shemayim, then when everything's going like the so then let me go down to those places. And that's, again, like what we said from Tzaddik a few weeks ago. That's the, that's the madrega of a person who says, I'm echta v'ashiv, because I want to do an avera, to do tshuva, because a person has to remember again. We're trying to do it the Rebbeinu wants. When a person, when a person finds himself in a nefila, whatever nefila it looks like, whatever whatever that nefila looks like for every person, when a person finds himself in the nefila, now is an opportunity. Nachman is going to be megalatas. How to be megalak? Even in the nefila, and when you're able to do that, it's at an even higher madrega than the gilu kvayt that comes when things are lechatchila. So after this. Uh, 
long, long-winded uh, introduction. Let's say a little bit of, I'll stop talking a little bit, I'll let Reb Nachman talk a little bit, and we'll as we uh, as we go along. So on page, on page Chaf, and Raptava Filu Baveris, a couple lines on the top, middle of the line, which he, Vafilu Baveris, Vidvarim Ra'im, Chas V'Shalom, Shasham Ein Kvoidi Yisbarach, in those places, there's no covered is barach. The beginnings ukvoid la acher loy etin. Right, so the, the covered la acher acher means elohim acherim. Acher means anything that's other than the rabbanu shalom. Like we like we said, we mentioned previously from the Baltania that sitra acher doesn't mean evil. Sitra acher means acher. It just means anything that's not being mevatel itself to the rabbanu shalom is automatically called sitra acher. Acher just means it's other. It's not being mevatel itself to Hashem. Amela ukvoid la acher loy etin. So Malaikala Arts Kvoida means the Banisham's everywhere. Ukvoida la Akhali Atain means that the Banisham's covet is not given to the place of Akhir. So why? Kashiyesh Gvula Kovich Lispashit Lisham. There's a gvul to the Gedusha that it's not Maspashit to that place of Ra. Fafalpi, Fafalpi, Shemalaikala Arts Kvoida. Imkozeyesh Gvul Kishmagila Makaimasanal Shalayetzalasham Bakinis Ukvoida la Akhali Atain. So which means there's a sira. On the one hand, which means the Rabbanu is everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Meloi means that he fills up all space. everywhere. At the same time, at the same time, there's a gvul to the kedusha. At the same time, there has to be a proper, healthy gvul where a person says, "Arkan." This is where it stops. This is where kedusha ends, and this is where a person is able to say, "Okay, now, now is, now is where where the sitra now is where evil is, and now is the now is the kind of." the makam that I don't walk into. So therefore, he's going to have to be masber what the steer is. How do you, on the one hand, you have a kvayd l'achel l'atein and malaychel l'artz kvayday. So the yeish gvul l'chol kavad v'kavad sh'malubish b'chol ma'imur ma'imur m'esar m'amars k'nal sh'layispash l'amakam m'sachitzonim if the creation of the world is to be Megala Kvayt Shemayim, and these are items, or these are things, or these are people that are not being Megala Kvayt Shemayim, but are doing the opposite. They have a hepech, they're being Meirid and Kvayt Shemayim, so then it can't be that they're going to have the kavod, which is given with Asar Mamaris. Avodah. But a person has to believe and has to know and has to know this 100% in a way of das, in a way of integrated knowledge where this becomes mamash metzias. Ki afal pikein bevadei gam he makablim chiyas memenu yizbarach. Even those makaymas and even those people and even those opportunities are also makabal chiyas memenu yizbarach. Va'afilu makaymas emetunafim. Oibat yavayi dezara. And again, he's going to the extreme to just bring out the point. Right? Most of us are not dealing with running into avayi dezara homes. But even in the bat yavayi dezara, even in the most extreme example, of that which is being mirrored against the Rabbanu Shalom. Tzrichen gamkein l'kabal chiyas memenu yisbarach. They need to be makabal chiyas from Hashem. Because if they're not being makabal chiyas from the Rabbanu Shalom, so where is it getting its chiyas from? Nothing can get its chiyas from anything other than the Rabbanu Shalom. And therefore, even the makayim esim etunafais, even those things which are, Machari is referring to Arayas, those things which are terrible, Abayzayna, or Batei Avay Dezara, Gila Arayas, or the Indian of the Indian of Avay Dezara, nevertheless, even those, Tzrichen gamkein l'kabal chiyas memenu yisbarach. They also have to be in Kabbalah. The Baltani writes in, in, in Perak Vav and Tanya when he's talking about the same concept, this concept of where does evil get its space from? He writes, uh, where does evil get its chiyas from? He writes, um, he writes, of a And again, this is the way he touches up what evil is. Anything that's not bottled to the Rabban Shalom is called Sitra Achra. It's something that's nifred b'fnei atzmai. It doesn't get its chiyas from the Rabbanu Shalom in a way of pnimis of Kedusha. Right? When we say, Yor Hashem Panavilecha, we don't mean that Chalilah, the Rabbanu has a face. Right? Chalilah, the Rabbanu doesn't have a face. Yor Hashem Panavilecha means that the way we should receive our 
Ha'aris Panim should be in a way of Ha'aris Panim. It's supposed to Hester Panim, as opposed to where the Rabbanshim is Kaviachal turning his face to us. It should be in a way that the Rabbanshim is looking at us, you know, face to face, Panim upon him, want to receive the Shefa from the Rabbanshim in a way that there's a relationship between the Mashpia and the Makabal. But that which is not Nifrad, that which is Nifrad from the Rabbanshim, and is not Batal, it doesn't receive the Kedusha from the Pnimis Kedusha, it gets it from also gets it from the place of the Rabbanu It has to, but it gets it from the place of Acharayim. And then he explains how does that happen? Hundreds of thousands of madregas. Until that or that and the chias, which on the highest level is panim b'panim, the highest level is the pnimis kedusha. The pnimis of chias it goes down so many tzimtzumim, so many layers and so many levels. It's going further and further down. That that goes so far. The chias from the rabbanim so far. So many tzimtzumim. So many you read this after you read this after you read this. Until that nitzitzelakus is able to go into something that's not only not being bavatel itself to the Rabbanu but on the contrary, something that's being mirrored in the Rabbanu but it's not just a one-time thing. It's not just that it gave it chiyas and now it sort of ran it on, a life on its own. So it's not something that the Rabbanu put chiyas into, into, into this home and then somebody came along and decided to turn into a church, to base of Adizara, and now it's still able to retain its chiyas from the same place. Zaktabal Tanya, if something's getting, something got chiyas from the Rabbanu it's Akarchach still getting chiz from the Rabbanu Shalom. Because in order, everything at every moment is being created again. It's not stam, it's a betzias. It means that everything at every moment is bechina of the place of Ayin. And every moment, the Rabbanu Shalom is making all of Ayin into Yesh, which means nothing has a real existence. Now this, this is why the only real existence in creation is the Rabbanu Shalom, because we don't, we don't really exist. We don't have a real existence because our existence is 100% tully, 100% tied up in the Rabbanisham, willing us into existence at every single second. We need to be willed into existence at every second. Otherwise, we cease to exist. We're not alive today because we're alive 30 years ago, 40 years ago. We're put into existence and then we sort of just run an, auto, an, auto, an autopilot. We're only alive at this moment because the Rabbanisham is being mechaya us right now at this moment. I said once before about Fabregan, I said, you know, that they say over from different tzaddikim, that, that, you know, the moment that, the moment that you were born is the moment that the Rabbanu Shem decided that the world can exist without you. That's why the Indian of celebrating birthdays, again, we'll show yes, celebrate birthdays, not pare, yeah, pare, exactly, shallow, yeah, but one of the reasons they say is because, you know, this Indian, that's the moment, that's not true. The, the moment you were created is the first moment the Rabbanu Shem decided it. But you know when the real moment the Rabbanu Shem decided the world can exist without you? Is right now. The moment that you're standing in right now is the moment that the Rabbanu Shem decided that he's re-putting you into existence from an ayin to a yesh. Because if the Rabbanu doesn't do that actively, then you just automatically go back to being an ayin. So all of us are like that. Every second of existence. This is why Yid wakes up in the morning, Yid says, Because I'm not alive today because I was alive yesterday. I'm not even alive today at 940 because I was alive at 939. I'm only alive at 940 because at 940 the Rabbanu decided that it's still worth it to keep me alive. The decided again and again, every moment, from an ayin to a yesh. Because I, I don't have any existence. Right, that's the difference between the Bria that the Rabbanshim creates. The Rabbanshim can make Ayin into Yesh, and we could take Yesh and make it into Yesh. We could take things that are Yesh and be able to create more Yesh from it. But if a, a person makes a, a table or a chair, we don't, it's not reliant anywhere on the carpenter or on the factory that made it. It can exist way beyond the factory and the, the factory burning down. 
the tables will still continue to exist. Our existence is 100% totally in the Rabbanu Shalom. So at every moment, the Rabbanu Shalom is willing us into existence from an ayin to a yesh. But that also means that when it comes to Mokaymas and Matanafas and Bati Avay Dezara, it's not just that the Rabbanu put them into existence and then, you know, it's like a Pinocchio ran off on its own and sort of is now doing its own thing. Right now, when the base Avay Dezara, thousands of people are gathering there and they're, they're standing up and they're being moirid in the Rabbanu At that moment, they're also, they're getting existence from the Rabbanu This is what the... the this, this is what the, the beginning of Termit Devarah talks about this. Right? Most people got through the first beginning of Termit Devarah at one point during, during Chaydash El, the beginning is the easier part before he gets into the more Kabbalistic parts. The beginning of Termit Devarah talks about that at the moment that you're doing an Avera, it's not something that you're doing an Avera against the Rabbanishim. At the moment that you're being murdered against the Rabbanishim, the Rabbanishim is also giving you the ability to be able to be murdered against him. So it's, you know, not, not that they're, you know, the, the muscle people give sometimes is, you know, your father gives you a bat and then you take the bat and hit him. It's much, much worse than that because... The father giving you a bat, that's already yesh to yesh. Now you have an existence and that bat will continue to exist regardless of whether your father exists or not. But when the Rabbanu Shalom gives you the bat and then you hit the Rabbanu Shalom in the face with that bat, the Rabbanu Shalom is also giving you the ability to be able to hit him in the face with the bat. So it's at every moment that everything is being weighed against the Rabbanu Shalom that it still has a chiyas from the Rabbanu Shalom. So that's what the Baal is saying. And every part of creation, even that which is Ra, and even that which is the Hepech of, a Korchach has to get its Chiyas at every single split second from the Rabbanu Shalom who's being Mechayah from Yesh, from Ayin to Yesh, otherwise it doesn't exist. So Memela again, but at the same time, it's Kvaydal Achalayatim. At the same time, the Pasuk says clearly that the cover of the Rabbanu Shalom is not given to the place of Achar. So on the one hand, it has to get its existence. Otherwise, it can't exist. At the same time, and this is what the Baltania and both of Nachman are talking about, that it doesn't get it from the Pneumis of Kedusha, and it gets it from the place of Achraim. It's, it's the muscle that the Baltania brings down. Not over here, it brings down earlier in, in, in an earlier program, that it gets it, it, it's the way of somebody throwing something, somebody throwing something over their shoulder, that you're getting the item, right? You can get the present from the person, but there is no relationship between the one giving the present and the one receiving the present. So is the present, did you get the Chiyas? You got the Chiyas, but there's no Direct correlation. If you look at a base of Aydazara, you won't be able to say, see how that's getting its case from the Rabbanu because it looks like it's the opposite. If you look at a base Medrash, it's very obvious. The base Medrash gets it from the place of Panam upon him. He's getting it from the place of the Hashpa. The Shefa of Chiyas is coming in a way that it's clear. It's able to draw the line, the parallel directly from the Rabbanu to the place of Svar Makdashim, to the place of a base Medrash, to the place of a Sefer Torah, to the place of Kedusha, of Mitzvah, Samaisim Taivim. And then there's the things that are the opposite. We are it, the line is not straight anymore. The line's in a place of Achirayim. It's in a way that it's not clear, it's not visible. Nevertheless, that line has to be there. And you may not be able to trace that line in an easy way, but the line has to be there. Otherwise, the base of a desire that won't fall down, it just won't be there anymore. It will cease to exist. It will just go back. Like he says, It just goes back to the place before it was created, before that moment that the Russian willed it, willed it into existence. It just goes back to the place. So just, again, returning back to, to Rav Nachman, he says that, even those are makablam chiyas mimenu yizbarach vafilu makoymas emetunafen. Even the even the even the the beizayna oibati avay dezara tzrichan gamke and the kabel chiyas mimenu yizbarach. It has to be makabel chiyas from Hashem in order to be able to exist as some aspect of a yesh. It's only because it's, it's receiving the chiyas. Ach, however, again, so it is receiving chiyas, but ukvaydu laachaliyatim. Ach da. The way that that's getting its his is not from the place of the not from the place of the Sarma Maris, but it's getting it from the Maimur Sasam. 
The Maimar Sosim, which he says, is, is Bereshis. What does he mean? So the Gemara says, when, they go, when the Medrash is talking about the Kat, when, when the Gemara, I'm sorry, Gemara Shabbos over there, when it's talking about Vasarma, Mars, Nifra, Oilam, so the Gemara says, I, there's only nine times that it says the word Vayyamer. If you count the beginning of Bria, it only says the word nine times. Zakti Gemara, Bereshis, Name Maimar, who? The Bereshis is also Maimar, even though it doesn't say Vayyamer, Bereshis, Barley Kim, Esther Shemaim Vasaritz. There's no Vayyamer when it comes to Esther Shemaim Vasaritz. Nevertheless, Bereshis, Name Maimar, who? Now again, this far we talk about exactly why there is no Vayyamer. Some say that it's because it's prior, it's prior to the creation of words. The Bereshis is bara S. S is Aleph to Tuf. That's when the that's when the words came into creation. Bereshis is even a place that's even higher than the place of words. But to some aspect, it's a mimer. It is a mimer because the Gemara says nivra So it is a mimer, but it's also not a mimer which has the word vayemer too. And that's going to be the site of what a mimer sasim is. It's almost like we talked about the parsha stuma. It's the same site, which means to be able to see it in a visible way, to draw that correlation, that clear line from the vayemer to the place, you won't be able to do it because it's not visible because it's So and those things that you could draw a line, either in things of kedusha, things of a great area, things of gashmi, they're able to elevate. You can draw a clear line. You can say, oh, So when I see the sun and I'm able to recognize how the sun is able to help me in kvayd and in in and to be megala kvayd shemayim. If I can use the sun and be able to recognize the godless of Hashem, be able to see the sun and it will lead me to have more havas Hashem. If I could see that the sun is able to be, you know, shemesh be given daim, that it's able to stop for the tzaddikim, be able to stop and do exactly what the rutzan of tzaddikim is, because that's rutzan Hashem. So that's that's how I'm able to draw a correlation between Vayyam Elikim Yi'ar and the Indian of, and the Indian of the Shemesh. When it comes to when it comes to Acharayim, when it comes to things that I can't draw a straight line, it's coming in a way that there's no Vayyamer. Not not just because it's from that place which is before before the creation of words, but it, it's Maimer Sasa means that there's no visible way where you're able to see why the Rabbanisham would will that into existence. What, where's the Vayyamer? Vayyamer means that Hashem said this because Hashem wants to create something to be Megalak Vayyamer. But this thing's not being Megalak Vayyamer. So the ability to be able to draw that line from the utterance of Hashem to the existence is not clear. And therefore, what's it nichlalen? It's nichlalen maimer sasim. It's nichlalen something which is called beracious. Beracious is maimer sasim. And like he says, beracious is kailul kolam amaris. The kula makablam chies memenu. All of them are makabal, the chies from beracious, right? That's what Rashi says. It's Rashi, it's maybe not so well known, but it's Rashi, the beginning of beracious. It was the hard Rashi to be able to learn. He's trying to push and get through Schneimikr, the, you know, the first, the first week with some chastaira. But the Rashi, Rashi over there says that everything was really created in the first day of creation. It only came into existence throughout the six, throughout the other six days of creation. But everything was created on the first day of creation. Beratius really included everything in it. And that's what Nachman's saying. That the Maimer Sasa means that at that moment of Beratius, it didn't just include Beratius, the beginning. It didn't just include Shemaim and Aretz. That word Beratius, which is the Maimer Sasa, which is the first passage in the Torah, included everything inside of it. Everything. Say that which is Taiv. Say that which is going to be the next nine Mabarim. Those things that are visibly Megala Kvayt Shemaim. And say those things that are the opposite. Everything was nichlal in a maimer sasim. It's sasim. It's a parsha stuma. It's the Indian of golas. It's that which is not visible, that which is not clear. But nevertheless, you're able to say that a maimer, like we said from this last time, it's a maimer be'amunis shalema. That even in the parsha stuma, even in that which is not, I don't have the ability to lead in revach and parsha to parsha to be misbeinin. How is this being megalik vayt shemayim? I understand that which is good that's happening to me is being megalik vayt shemayim. How is that which is evil being megalik vayt shemayim? It's a parsha stuma. How am I able to say vayichiyakav eretz mitzrayim? How is it shaykh that the and eretz mitzrayim? I don't know. But that's a parsha stuma. That comes from the place of Bereshis. Bereshis nami maimaru. It's something which is beyond the ability to be able to draw the line, to make that correlation. But it's also Megala Kvayt Shemayim. And it comes from that place, which is Kailul Kolam Amaris. It's Kailul Ulam Amaris. The Kulam Akabla Mechias. 
Mimenu. All of them are makabal the chiyas. From that maim are called bereishis. Bereishis is the first moment of existence. That's the first moment when everything began. That's the base, which is all of bria, which is that is now not just you know not just havaya via echad. It's not the place of achdos. Total achtas apashid anymore. Now there's already bays. Now there's shemaim and aretz. Now there's separation. Now there's dual. You know it looks like dual kaiches. Now there's a yesh that's being created. At that moment, all of existence came in. And Mimela, there's a concept called Bereshis Nami Maimer. It's a Maimer Sassim, and it's a Maimer Sassim that's called everything. Let's read two, three more lines, and we'll, we'll understand it again. There's going to be the next bunch of lines. We'll understand it a lot better, a lot better as we read through it. Vakovet Shalom Maimer Asasim, who Sassim and Elam, Patachlas Astara. The covet of that Maimer, of the Maimer of Bereshis Nami Maimer, that covet is hidden. That covet you're not able to see. Because the beginning of creation itself is Mamish this. All of creation is a Maimer Sassim. Uh, once creation happens, then I'm able to say, okay, this is able to be Megala Kvachimaim this way, this is Kvachimaim. But why would the Bansham create the world in the first place? The whole world is the opposite of being Megala Kvachimaim. The, the Mid of Emes, Shaitan Bereshis Rav, at the beginning of, the beginning of Bereshis, that when the Bansham wanted to create the world, all the Midas came. Emes and Shalom, they both came to the Bansham and said, don't create the world. It's an Alma which is Alma de Shikra. It's an Alma which is Alma de Piruda. It's a world which is full of Pirud, side Pirud between Klaus and the Bansham, side Pirud between existence and creation, side Pirud between people and people. It's a world which is full of Sheker. It's not a world of Emes. It's not a world of Shalom. So why are you, you creating the world? So which means the whole Indian of Bereshis, the whole Indian of the creation of the world itself is a Maimar Sassim. Because that itself is really the beginning of all of that Hester. That creation itself is the biggest Hester that ever took place. And I asked the boys in camp when I was, when I was in camp this past summer, two summers ago. So I asked the boys in camp on Shabbos afternoon. I said, what was the biggest Chil Hashem that ever took place? I said, the Eagle, Chatei Tzadah, someone had, you know, the biggest Chil Hashem that ever took place was, was the creation. This creation itself was on an external level, that was the biggest Chil Hashem. Because Chil Hashem is a, it's a Chalul. There's now a Chalul upon it. There's now a, a blank space where the Rabban Hashem's covered was everywhere there before, and now the covered is not there. Now, again, the goal of that Yerida is Yerida Lutzar Chaliyah. Obviously, it's not a Chil Hashem, which is just, it, that wasn't the end goal. But that moment of creation, the Bereshis, it's a Maimar Sassim. It's a Maimar Sassim, like he says, that it's Sassim Venelam Betachlas Astara. It's the tachlis of Astara, why the world itself is created. Okay, then once you get down to the next Madragas, you can figure out, okay, this is Megala this, this is Megala this, but it's Ba'asim tachlis Astara, creation itself, Bereshis. Bereshis nami maimru, the Bereshis itself is Astara. Because like we said, the Torah begins with the Bez, because Bez means that there's two, Bez means it's Alma de Piruda, Bez means it's not just all Elokos, it's now Shemaim and Aretz, now there's a Pirud, now there's separation, now there's two, now there's a Yesh that's able to, able to think of itself as being an existence outside of Hashem. So Bereshis is nami maimru sasu, and it's tachlis Astara. It's the ultimate Hester that was created, and that's where Mishama Kabbalah Menachias. So, we're as the rest of creation will be able to be say, okay, why did Mashim create the world? I don't know why that first moment existed, but once that first moment existed, I now can figure out why there's something called Torah, why there's something called Mitzvahs, why there's something called the base Medrash. I can figure it out. That makes sense. Okay, there was, there was a void that was created at the beginning of creation, and now there are all of these you know, things that are there to fill up the void. But then you come into a base of Adazar, then you come to, then you come to you know, a Makaymis then you come to an Averi, then you come to something Ra, and that, that, part, that part of creation doesn't make sense. I understand why the Rangshim created Taiv. I got why the Bansham made an Eitzadas Toiv. Why would the Bansham make an Eitzadas Toiv vira? Why would the Bansham create Ra, evil, before Adam Eif and Eitzadas? Before he was involved in, in the Chet, there was already a concept of Ra. There was already a concept of Anachash HaKadamani. Why would the Bansham create Anachash HaKadamani? Why would the Bansham make Eitzadas Toiv vira? Why is there evil in the world? Why is there a Sitra Achra? Why is there Eitzahara? That's Maimar Sassim. That remains at that level of Maimar Sassim. It's not visible. It doesn't, once we get to the next six days of creation, which are, which are the next six, the, the next, all the next nine Mamaras, you're not able to see it. And it's not visible. And we don't find the concept of Hashem saying Vayoymer when it comes to the Indian of Ra. 
So all of Toiv, you'll be able to see all of all of the world that we exist in, a world which is Toiv, the world which is the gray area, you'll be able to see the correlation why Hashem made that, how even though the beginning of creation was a lack of covenant, but now these are things which are now filling the covenant. These are the things that Tachlis, that it's Yerida, it's Yerida Shitzerech Eliyah. But when it comes to evil, when it comes to the Yitzhahara, when it comes to Averis, when it comes to Mekayimus of Tanaf and Bate Avay Dezara, it's not clear. We don't understand it. And all of that therefore traces its source back to Bereshah's Nami Maimru. Bereshah's Maimru Sasam. And therefore, that's where it gets its chiz from. It doesn't get its chiz from a visible place. From Naim Amaris, it gets its chiz from the first moment of creation. That first hester that took place, the Chal Apani that began, which is that world of Bereshis Nami Maimar Sasimu. It can't receive its chiyas from the from the mamarim from the mamarim that are that are nigla from those that are revealed as being megala kvayt shemayim bechidish kvayt laachaliyatin because the pasuk says the covet of the rabbi nisham laacher to anything that's the opposite. It only gets its chiyas when there was a v'davar zeh i'efshel lahavin v'aser lahar beklal. Zaktem Nachman, you can't understand this. Be'efshel lahavin beklal. You're not going to be able to understand it. V'aser lahar beklal. You can't even be mehar in this Indian. This is this is you know thinking about what was kaidem, what was kaidem, or what's acher. This is the ability to be able to figure this out. You're not going to be able to figure it out. And it's not our goal to figure it out why it's dear. What our goal is, we'll talk about it next week. We'll continue next week. The goal is to figure out what do I do now that I'm dear. I don't know why the Rambam created Ra. I don't know why the Rambam created all of this. I don't know. But all I know is that now that I fell to this makam, now that I fell to this makam, I'm a tenafos. This bate avodas are again doesn't mean a literal bate avodas are in our lives, but whatever that place of Yerida is, whether it's a bilbul in terms of my mayach that I, I'm having thoughts of, you know, thoughts of. Of being married Khalila and, and something that the Rabbanisham wants me to do, whether it's an Aveda, whether it's an actual Yurida and Maisa and Machshava Dibur, whatever that Yurida is, now I have to figure out where that massive that I'm in, that day that I'm in, that place that I'm in, that Aveda that I've done, where is it getting its Chiyas from? It's getting its Chiyas from Bereshis Nami Maimaru. And therefore, a Karchach, even if it's not visible, even if I can't figure out how, why the Rabbanisham made an Achashach why the Rabbanisham made a Yetzara, why the Rabbanisham made a Vaydezara, but I know that it has to be that there's an opportunity right here to be Magalak Vaychamayim. And therefore, right now, in the Matzah of Bidiyavid, I now have to flip the Bidiyavid into being a Lachatchila. And I have to say, okay, now it's a, it was a bit the that I get that I ended up here. I don't know why I ended up in this matzah, but now that I'm here in this matzah bit the and I have to flip it into lachatchila and be megala bereishis nami ma'amer sasimu. And that's where we're going to get to the chiddush that we'll see next week. That really bereishis nami ma'amer sasimu is that bereishis is on a higher level than the other nine ma'amarim. That once you start the inning of dibur. That's already a Tzimtzum. Right? The Baltani says very often that Dibur itself is the biggest Tzimtzum that there is because the, 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 the things that are beyond the ability to be able to express are about so much higher than that which you could express. All of expression is I'm trying to take an emotion, I'm trying to take a thought, I'm trying to take an idea, and I'm trying to then be Mitzam into Eish Eish Levana. Trying to now break it down and put it into very, very finite tools to be able to give it over to somebody else. But all of expression is about some big Tzimtzum. And that's why you find, you find by Tzadikim sometimes they just, they, they, they probably get stuck. There's no, they, they can't talk because their mind's moving faster than, and, and it's bigger than the ability, their ability to be able to express things. So they, probably, they can't express it. It's too big of a symptom to take that which they want to express and be able to put it down into the Chavbe's Isis and have to be Megala in terms of a symptom. So the other nine Mamaris, which are uh, Vayaymer, where there's an Amira that's taking place, is about some a higher level symptom then the Bereshis is not Maimer Sasimu. So even though Bereshis is Maimer Sasimu, and therefore Lachari is on a lower Madrega because no Vayaymer, Zaktim Nachman, it's really in a higher Madrega. First of all, because it's cuddle everything, 
It's called Toif and Ra. It's called all of creation, but also because there's no Amir over there. And therefore, when a person falls into those Makaymas, when a person finds himself struggling with something, at that moment, the person has the ability in that Matzev to be Megalak Fight Shemayim, but they're not just the regular covet of the other nine Mamarim. That, that you should be doing every moment of your day. To be Megala, the covet of Maimar Sasamu. That covet, which is, which is Nistam, that covet, which is in the place of Hester, but Tachlas Astara, that's the opportunity that a person has when a person finds himself in a Matzev of Yurida. And again, we'll have to, we'll have to talk about this. Well, the next few weeks, how this is this is what Ayim Akim means, and that's why the Torah is called Ayah, is to be able to ask ourselves, Ayim Akim I'm in a place where the covet of Hashem is not revealed here properly. I can't see it easily. There's no there's no correlation. There's no line that I can draw. But but there has to be the covet of Hashem. It's hidden. It's my Sasim. It's hidden. But But I have to ask myself, Ayim Akim And the question itself is already going to be already going to be half the terrorists, and then we'll be able to figure out how to be able to move out of that Makim, not just move out just to get ourselves out, but also to be Megala the Kvayt Shemayim Dafka from that Makim. Let's go.